Hi everyone, welcome to this week's Words Matter podcast. I'm Esma and I'm here to share with you one word of the week that has made me think and explore about our world, what it means to be human and our mental well-being. Hi everyone, here is another episode of Words Matter podcast. It's been a while, but um, I'm back now and I'm ready for another episode with you. And this week's word is happiness. Now, after a long thought process of this word and how it matters in our life, how it impacts us, I've come to a very well-known conclusion of this word and that happiness by itself is a chase. But the only difference that I think is, is that it is a chase that is different for everyone. Now, how does that quite, what does that quite mean? Well, um, first of all, I would like to say after reading some, some research on what happiness is and where to place it scientifically and psychologically and spiritually in our life, uh, I found a very interesting research done uh, back in the year 2005. Yes, it is It is quite an old research, but I thought it was very interesting. And um, a group of um, researchers agreed that they agreed what happiness feels like. Like, you know, some, all of them agreed that, you know, it's a satisfaction of life, positive thoughts and emotions, enjoyment, pleasure, etc. But what they discussed, or rather debated, was the scope of happiness for each individual. What does that quite mean? Well, what I thought meant was that happiness is the same for everything, that it, for everyone, it comes to everyone in different forms. But the level in which it comes and the level in which we are happy from these things differs for each human being, which is very natural, very understandable because Everybody knows that nobody's ever the same. Anyway, I thought this research was very, very interesting, which made me think about what happiness is, what we pursue, and what makes who happy the most. But as ever, first, the literal meaning of the word. So I thought I would make up uh, I would make it a little interesting this time and looked up the definition of the word happiness from Webster's dictionary, excuse me. And Webster's describes happiness as a state of well-being and contentment, also known as joy. Another emotion that is a state rather than a constant in our life. Now, according to this dictionary meaning, Happiness is something that all people need to consciously pursue. It is a state. We do not always have it. We will always be chasing for it, trying to attain it, trying to pursue it. Thank you, Mr. Thomas Jefferson, who said in the rough draft of the United States Declaration of Independence that, opening quotation marks, we hold these truths to be sacred and undeniable, that all men are created equal and independent, 
that from that equal creation they derive rights inherent and inalienable, among which are the preservation of life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Thomas Jefferson puts pursuit of happiness next to life and liberty and says that, says that these are inalienable rights. No negotiations. Every human being has the right to pursuit of happiness. I like that. And even though he uses the word men in there, putting aside the politics of that word and using it as a substitute for the word human beings, I thought this was... this. These three lines are just incredible when expressing what it means to pursue happiness for every single individual. It is an inalienable right. Everybody has it, no matter who you are. So, how do we pursue happiness and at what cost? How do we know when we're happy and when we're not? I've been thinking about these questions for the past week and I asked a few friends and some, well, my kids, what it means for them and I got some pretty interesting questions. So first, the fun part, the innocent part. Here's what, here's a list of what makes children happy. Watching screens, TV, tablet, phones, whatever. Going on holiday, going to the bike trail, playing in different parks, spending time with mommy and daddy, pancakes and pajama days, staying in bed, playing with toys, typing randomly in the computer. Hmm, that, that's, I know, that's weird, but I mean, these are kids. Small things make them happy. And then, here are some of the things that makes grown-ups happy. Intimacy with no boundaries, intimacy with boundaries, being whole, being one with a partner, finding your other half, your soulmate, easy conversation, effortless relationships, holding your loved one in your arms, thriving and flourishing in life, success in career, being social, having friends and colleagues, having an education, uninterrupted sleep, good food, traveling to new places, kids and family, a first date followed by a good kiss, marriage, religion, faith, nature, work, success, the list goes on and on and on. So whether it's the innocent list of a child or the well-thought-of list of an adult, both all both and all lists makes me think about how the pursuit of happiness, life and the search for the core of happiness, the meaning of life is connected. In which case I came across a quote by Albert Camus who says, you will never be happy if you continue to search for what happiness consists of. You will never live if you are looking for the meaning of life. There it is, I thought. He connects the three so well. The more we search for the source that spurts out the river of happiness, 
the further away from life we get. Whereas when we've stopped looking for what life means, what is true happiness, and instead pursued our life, i.e. lived a little, our pursuit of happiness shows itself. We start to become happy in our daily life with whatever we are experiencing on the day. You know, a good day at, at your work, a smile from your kid, a pair of shoes that we finally bought, a sale we see in our favorite designer shop, dancing, singing, walks, pets, partners, faith, religion, belief, everything and anything that allows us to pursue happiness and seize moments during the day. Which brings me to my second point, the cost of happiness. So while we are pursuing, there is costs. And it is a truth that while we pursue our happiness, these costs come in the form of losses and gains. When we pursue happiness in the form of our career, sometimes we hold back on our family life. And the opposite can be said also. When we have both career and family, in pursuit of our happiness, we might lose our health or maybe friends or maybe mental well-being or anything else. Which always makes me think, which one is worth it? When do we come to a point in our life that we realize all our pursuits of happiness were worth our losses and gains? Unfortunately, I still have no answer for those questions. Maybe life itself is the answer, I don't know. Maybe we just have to keep pursuing happiness and accept the fact that we will lose and gain on the way and all of it is our experiences. My favorite author, Rolf Waldo Emerson, says, For every minute you are angry, you lose 60 seconds of happiness. Anger is also an emotion that is a state of being. It's not permanent, it's... It's a temporary emotion like happiness. And the more you hold on to this temporary emotion, your loss is another emotion that you could have lived in the moment of that other emotion that you're holding on to. So nice. And this quote always reminds me also of responsibility and choice. Like everything else, happiness is a choice we make. Because it's a state of being. It's not something we have permanently in our life. It's something we pursue and have for some time and then move on to the next state of being. Whether it's happiness again or any other kind of emotion like sadness or anger. As human beings, we are gifted with the choice that we make with responsibility. You can wake up one day after a separation or a breakup or an argument with a friend or a bad day at work and say to yourself, today I choose to be happy. I choose to believe that I can find something to make myself happy and then really do pursue that happiness for the rest of the day. In your pursuit, you may come across things or people that make you unhappy, uncomfortable, sad, upset, angry, furious, etc., whatever. But it is your choice and your responsibility to deal with that in a way that makes you happy with the outcome. I want to say here that sometimes some actions that makes some actions may not 
make us happy at the very moment. But these are not in vain because these kinds of happinesses are stored for a later period in your life and you will reap what you sow. Roy Bennett says, take responsibility for your own happiness. Never put it in other people's hands, which sums up the importance of the pursuit of happiness. You and you alone are responsible for everything in your life. Your decisions and your choices should be what brings you to the points in your life that determine who you are. Leaving decisions to others, letting nature take its course, without doing what you think and what you feel makes you happy, will only result in regrets and what-ifs. Life is too short for regrets, and no one lives forever. For me, happiness is the people I love and holding them to myself. The happiness that spreads through me is worth everything I am in this world when I hold the people I love. Orhan Pamuk says, happiness is holding someone in your arms and knowing you hold the whole world. When I hold them close, the people I love, I feel all my worries disappear, my problems solved, the river of happiness flowing through me. I just feel happy. But mostly, I think my pursuit of happiness is memories made from these moments. Having these impacts, having these moments impacts me in a way that these memories made from the pursuit of happy moments makes me feel safe, protected, loved, desired, missed, worthy. And all these feelings makes me feel alive, makes me feel like I can, I should be appreciating life. And I do. Wow, that was a bit intense, but yeah, happiness is a difficult emotion because it's fleeting. It's not the same for everyone. And because it's not the same for everyone, it's not relatable either. Some people might find joy in kids, others in work, others in intimacy, others in passion. It's different for everyone. Sometimes it's same for some people, in which case these people can relate to one another. But then the level in which a certain thing brings happiness to the people might be different. You never know. But what we do know is that happiness is a pursuit and it only comes when you live life to its fullest, when you are aware that happiness is not something you acquire and you hold on to and it stays in your life permanently. When you know that happiness is a state of being, that it will come and it will go and you just have to keep pursuing it, you just have to keep chasing it and you have to appreciate the levels of which it comes into your life, then in the end, when you look back, you will see that you have lived a life that was full. That was full of different kinds of emotions that are temporary, but are very much real. So what is your pursuit of happiness? 
how do you chase it and how do you feel it impacts your world maybe think about the word happiness and the pursuit it requires and don't forget that whatever your pursuit of happiness is it's yours alone to enjoy at the moment thank you for listening Words matter for all of us because they have a strong sense of meaning, both literally and figuratively. I hope that the word of the week will urge you to think about what it means for you and how it matters in your life. Thank you for listening. I hope that I have been able to touch upon one thing with one word in your life for today. I will be back with a new word next week. So until then, take care.